This is the CNY Hoops Nation podcast on FingerLakes1.com. Welcome, Hoops fans. Coach Will here with the CNY Hoops Nation's podcast on FingerLakes1.com. This week is a we're doing a little special earlier um, earlier podcast because of the sectionals tournament here. So we're going to try to uh, get through a little bit ahead. We've already been through the quarterfinal round, and we're moving on to the semis and then the finals next week. So we'll do another one after the semifinals on Sunday. So you're going to get two podcasts this week. And we'll update you on the current brackets and all that fun stuff as we come. So for today's show, we're going to get right into the uh, schedule for last week, the scores and the upcoming schedule. Um, We're going to hit some power rankings. We're going to do a live interview from our live audio. Excuse me, correction. It's going to be a recorded interview from our previous Live stream of the Weedsport Warriors game against Utica Academy of Science. We got uh, Coach Scarlata on an interview again. Um, awesome. I appreciate what they're doing for us. It's pretty neat. Uh, and they're playing well, so it gives them a little bit of exposure as well. But with that said, let's jump right into doing our rundown from this past week's games. On Tuesday, February 25th, we had Skinny Atlas visit Marcellus in a quarterfinal game of league opponents. And Salve ended up winning by 20, 65-45. Skinny Atlas was led by big Nate Fouts with 17. Tyler Del Favre with 9. Max Womp with 8. And Andrew Newman with 8. Salve was led by Brock Bogosi, 16 points. Jamie and Bliss with 15 points. Elijah Wright with 14 points. You know, Salve's really got it figured out with those three. They're, they don't have a ton of size, but those three kids can play, and it really makes a big impact going forward. It'll be fun to see Salve um, matching up here in the next week and see how they do and see if they end up getting to play against either Marcellus or or Lauville and see if they can stay hot. Um, the next game we had was Mount Markham paying a visit to Marcellus. Uh, Marcellus won that game by four, 66-62. And I don't have any stat updates for that particular game. One game I see on the on the sheet here uh, that we don't typically cover is the ball, the double A's, other than Bishop Ludden because they're in the OHSL. But um, I did take a trip out with Coach Eric Lee and my daughter to catch J.J. Starlin. I haven't seen him play since a Syracuse Elite Camp, and I wanted to really see what the hype was about and check him out and see how he was doing. So I went out and watched him play Auburn. I think he finished with nine threes and 38 points. We had him unofficially with 10 threes and 40 points watching the game. But um, seven in the first half, six in the first half, that kid is elite. He just got an offer from Alabama. I know he's holding an offer from Syracuse already. Uh, the Blue Bloods are going to come screaming once he gets closer to his senior year. Maybe at the end of this year, this spring and summer is going to be huge for him. He can play a legit 6-4 point guard, not phased by in-your-face defense or none. He got bumped a couple times, you know, but he, he does exactly what coach wants. 
plays hard, smiles, has fun, just a high-character kid. He's going to be good for any program. So good luck to you, JJ. Uh, we're all supporting and rooting for you. Um, but this week's game we had was one of my upsets. The next one, I'm sorry, from February 25th on Tuesday, was one of my upset picks on last on the last podcast on episode six. Um, the Bishop Grimes Cobras and Coach Bob McKinney's Cobras have been tested all year long. With arguably one of the toughest, if not the toughest, schedule in Section Three, potentially the toughest schedule in New York State. Um, but they traveled to undefeated Whitesboro, and this was. Uh, an upset in the making from the get-go. Uh, you know, Whitesboro's undefeated quarterfinal matchup against uh, a team that's traveled all over New York State and played comp- excuse me, played competition from Buffalo to Albany. And they've played everybody. They don't care about Coach McKinney's schedule anyone. He could have scheduled local games and got some wins, but he chose to battle test his guys, get ready for this sectional run, and try to make a run in the States. And kudos to him for that because so far he, they're playing well. So the Cobras stunned the Warriors at home by one, 49-48. Cobras were led once again by Ian Denton's 14 points, and Joe Wyke had 13 points with three threes. Deng Moine had six. Jack Gutchess had eight. Uh, A.J. Burnett with four. Sylvester Seaton with two. And Bam Magusu with two. So Coach McKenney's got his squad right back where he wants him, moving on into the uh, semifinal round of the Class A tournament. From Tuesday, we have Onondaga paid a visit to Frankfurt Schuyler. Um, and I'm not sure how that played out, why they played at Frankfurt Schuyler. It, it appears to me that... Yeah, maybe. I th- oh, you know what? They were the lower seed. I'll discuss that in the in the, when I look at the brackets and bring in the new updated brackets. But anyways, uh, Coach Paul Bednars and his Tigers, led by Do It All Logan Nordman, come away with the win, sixty-one fifty-five. The Tigers were led by Logan Nordman's twenty-four points, sixteen rebounds, five assists, two steals. Nate Recor with fifteen points, eight rebounds. Carter Gentile with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 steals. Nate Hall with 8 points, 8 rebounds. Messiah Bay didn't score a bucket, but he had 11 rebounds and 4 assists. That's huge. That's all. Everyone playing the role. And I see in here, uh, Will's Aaron Jones only scored 4 points, but I heard uh, Coach Scarlotta and I were talking. He went and watched the game and said that, that Jones made a re- amazing play. That really kind of clinched it and sealed the deal for Anadaga. I think he said it was a deep three and he got fouled or something. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but he uh, he kind of rang the bell on that and said that Will made a great play and helped bump him forward. So moving on from the 25th on Tuesday, we had uh, Nottingham play, paying a visit to uh, the Bishop Ludden Gaelic Knights. The Gaelic Knights would win that game 60-58. to on the back of Monte Johnson's 21 points, Jaron Buford 16 points, and Michael Kegler with 12. So the Gaelic Knights will be moving on as well. Um, another game that was closely watched that we didn't cover, but I tracked on social media, and a majority of Central New York High School's fans were uh, paying attention to was the uh, Rome Free Academy West Genesee game. Rome Free as a nine seed now is beating Henniger and number one West Genesee, and they remain on a tear. Damian Call has been playing lights out for them, and he's just continuing to take care of business right now. 
They ended up beating West Jenny 70-56. Call had 18 points. Um, so did Recco. They were the leading scorers. Um, one thing I want to touch on, actually a couple things real quick, because we don't typically cover these guys, but I know some of these players personally. Congratulations to Willamica on finishing his high school career uh, with a state championship and a sectional title last year and just honing his skills as he gets ready to go and play at University of Albany next year. He was a game-high scorer with 26 points in that one. Um, another shout-out to a, a guy I got to coach a little bit and got to know pretty well. Great kid. He's going to be a benefit at any D3 school he decides to go to. Um, my man, Cam, Killa Cam Jones. Uh, good luck, guys. Congratulations. I hate to see your run end, but uh, you lost to a team that's hot right now. Nothing to hang your head on. You guys have accomplished a lot. And we look forward to following you in college as well. Uh, shout out to Damian Call as well. I got a message from Coach Medesis. I did a little online thing on my our Facebook page about uh, the thousand point scores and and all time leading scores that have been broken in the last year. I thought it was kind of neat. I just kept seeing them over and over and over again. And um, there were seventeen boys and seventeen girls. Uh, <laughs> to me, that's just mind-boggling. It's crazy. In my career in high school, I played against 22 or 21 1,000-point scores in my career, uh, 17 in one year, and, and overall 34 <laughs> for boys and girls. That's just impressive. Shows the level of talent we have here. But anyways, uh, Damian not only got his 1,000 point this year, but he's uh, four points away from tying the school record, and he's five points, obviously, away from breaking it again this weekend as they'll take on J.J. Starlin, the sophomore sensation out of Baldwinsville, in the semifinals. Um, that should be a, a fun game to watch. Along with him, Dior Reeves from Corcoran became the all-time leading scorer. Um, and there was a couple of girls, I believe. I, I believe um, Brooke Jarvis at CBA was on that list. And I feel like I'm forgetting one person. Uh, oh, J.J. Starlin became the all-time leading scorer at Baldwinsville. So uh, good company there, a lot of records going down, and some still adding, adding to it, so that's pretty cool. And Oh, and we had a 2,000-point score out of Lime, a Class D school, Isaiah Wilson. That's another awesome feat as well. Anyway, back to Tuesday, um, February 25th, ESM hosted New Hartford. ESM would come away with a 20-point, East Syracuse, Manoa, 20-point win, 70-50 to 50 over New Hartford. East Syracuse, Manoa, was led by Jimmy Ferns as 21 points with two threes. Nash Cook, 20 points. Devin Moscato Buffalo, 13 points. Matt Burchill Wright with 12. And Big Nick Peterson was held to four points. And they'll advance on to the semifinals. Casanova played played visit to the number one. Uh, Seed Lowville, I believe they're number one in the state, or they might be number two this week. Um, I hadn't really checked. They were number one last week, I believe. But they're number one seed for Section 3 regardless, so that doesn't matter. But uh, Lowville ends up putting on a whooping like they typically do at home, especially a small gym, packed gym, sold out. They ended up winning 70-47, to 47, and it's nothing for Casanova to hang your heads on. You guys made a great run this year. You got some young players, key players that are young. Um, you made a great push. You just lost to one of the best teams in the state, arguably one of the best uh, teams in the history of the state in Class B, probably with the, the run that they've been on the last two years. And we'll see what happens. It could be a loss to the state champs. Who knows? We'll see uh, come in a couple weeks in March. But Casanova was led by 
freshman sensation Alex Moshe's 16 points, followed by Patrick Link's 10 points. And Ty Freyer had 8 points. Keegan Bailey had 8 points. Michael Perella had 3 points. A.J. Rothford had 2 points to round out the scoring. And then we had our former CMY Hoops Nations Player of the Week, our first ever, Aiden Retzos, um, took the trip with this, with his Faith Heritage Saints squads and Shahad Sullivan up to Old Forge and played a very good Old Forge team, pretty well balanced. I've paid a little attention to them all season because I've heard through different people that they're, they're kind of a surprise pick. They got some talent and they're fairly young. Um, they got three kids that can absolutely play, and a fourth one that that gets into double digits as well. They it's a it's a tough draw, and Retzos, as we know, is one of the toughest draws in Section Three in all of New York State, probably in the Class D's especially. Uh, he's a microwave; he can score at any time. Unfortunately, they fell a little short in his junior campaign. Uh, they fell 67-64, not without a valiant effort. Aiden wa- had 25 points. One thing I noticed, he didn't have any threes. I'll have to chat with him over the weekend and see what they did defensively, that he just didn't shoot them or he was taking what they gave him. Um, pretty smart player. If He can shoot from anywhere anyway, so it's just alarming to me that he didn't have any threes. But he had 25. Shahad Sullivan had 22 with two threes, and Jared Henderson had 10 with two threes. Christian Brothers Academy um, hosted Central Square, and CBA came away as a winner with that in a Class A matchup of almost neighboring school districts. Uh, Christian Brothers Academy from Jamesville, Central Square, just up the road, um, obviously. So Central Squ- uh, CBA comes away with the win, 70-66. to 66. Central Square was led by senior point guard Timmy Giblin's 28 points with five threes, who became a 1,000-point scorer this past year. Uh, Brandon Kulikowski, also a senior, with 16 points. Christian Brothers Academy was led by Dan Anderson's 23 points. He had two threes. Colin Kelly had 14 points. Sam Haas with 14 points. The Fulton Red Raiders and Coach Sean Broderick's culture-driven program has really made a good turnaround and I think exceeded some expectations this year, in my opinion, from what I've talked to people. And I love talking to Coach Broderick. Um, he's always enthusiastic about his guys. And one thing that's funny, too, like any coach, really, but definitely Sean. I've known Sean for years. He's really, really always trying to think of what to do next and how to always improve not only the, the kid, the player, but the program, the man, the child, the individual becomes after he leaves. But uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be good next year as well. Unfortunately, they're ringing into Goliath and the A's, and Jamesville DeWitt. Um, it was sixty-two fifty-one Jamesville. They ended up winning by eleven. At one point, I believe there was five minutes or three minutes left in the third. I was watching it on WGRB, and uh, I I don't remember if they tied it or they were down one or three. It was a close game throughout the whole game. Those, those, uh, the final 11 points doesn't do it justice. A lot of that is free throws at the end. Um, kudos to Coach Broderick and, and the huff, huff, hustle and effort and everything that's poured into this program and these kids. We look forward to covering a lot of you guys in the future this coming year. Uh, we're excited to see what you have in store. 
Fulton was led by senior sharpshooter and player of previous CNY Hoops Nations podcast player of the week, Seth Grimshaw's 14 points, followed by junior point guard Dom Abbott's 14 points, Marcus Shepard, a big man, with 11 points for the Red Raiders, and Jack Broderick had seven. So you're going to returning Dom Abbott, Anthony Bennett, Cyrus Trude, Marcus Shepard, Jack Broderick, Sam Cotton. So they're returning a host of players that have been around. So it'll be fun to see what they do. Jamesville, however, was led by Division One prospect and son of Preston Shumpert, SU's, one of SU's greats, all-time scorers. Peyton Shumpert had 29 points with 10 free throws, followed by Tricky Trey Autry with 18 points. Trey is the son of SU assistant coach Adrian Autry. Um, shout out to Peyton and Tricky Trey moving on to the semifinals. Good luck, fellas. And that sums up our Tuesday. A lot of action Tuesday. Now, on Wednesday, there wasn't so much action. However, there was a we were able to get some gym time and get in with uh, the Weed Sport Warriors and watch them host Utica Academy of Science. It was a pretty intriguing game for us. It was a live audio game that I considered not doing any more live audio this year. We've had some technical difficulties, and come to find out, thank you to the messengers and Spencer Malone, who wasn't there, and thank you to Coach Mike Mullen, who was there to help me uh, work through it, and Andrew Mullen doing the stats. But uh, we got some messages from listeners saying that it was staticky and all this, and we couldn't, I couldn't figure it out personally. And this has been the theme for the last couple couple uh, podcast or live audios finally i reached out to microsoft and i believe we got it fixed so we're looking to uh, potentially get a couple finals games in here before the season's over and sectionals and we'll see what happens um but anyways shout out to the weedsport school district superintendent and athletic director uh zach young coach scarlotta and the boys thanks for having us and inviting us in we really appreciate it uh it's something it's, we're kind of passionate about it we enjoy it we do it obviously free and uh, it's just more to put the kids out there and just have a good time and we really appreciate you inviting us in your school district and we even appreciate you more for the high quality basketball we got to see um so Utica Academy Science fell short to the Warriors, uh, fifty-seven to seventy. UAS was led by lightning quick, lightning quick. Daquan Grant, sixteen points. This kid has got to be the fastest kid I've seen on a basketball court since uh, I watched Michael Hart in high school. You know, and I say that a lot of you might think you know Mike Hart was a was a football player. But uh, he also played basketball, and he was a skilled defensive basketball player, and he was lightning quick. Coach Mike Mullen will uh, attest to this. He he remembers the game. He's kind of one of the guys that refreshed my memory of the story. Uh, they were playing in Hannibal, and a ball went over half court def- uh, on an offensive rebound. The Hannibal guys went to go get it, and Mike Hart started at the foul line. The Hannibal guys were almost to half court, and he beat both of them to the rebound and made a layup at the other end before they even got to the foul line behind him. Uh, just a lightning fast kid. But anyways, Daquan Grant, this kid, you're going to hear his name for the future. Congratulations, Daquan, and just reached his 1,000-point milestone last week. And uh, he's exciting to watch. Darius Stuckman had 14 points, and Big Drayton Belton had 11 points. Uh, that Utica Academy Science team is going to be good next year as well. They're they're returning almost everybody. I think they had one senior on the team. 
As for the winning Wheatsport Warriors and the number one seed in sectionals, number five seed in Class C in New York State, they were led once again by Josh O'Connor's 15 points. Jake Brown had 12. Mitch Fiocco had 10. Joel Bloomer had 10. Tommy Sickler had 7. Aiden Mabbitt with 8. Kellen DeJean with 3. Owen Mabbitt with 2. And Justin Miles with 3. You know, Brown really came out in the second half and played hard. I think he only I think he scored 9 of his points in the second half, which was the opposite. O'Connor actually scored 11 of his 15 in the first half. Um, but for Coach Scarlata to get uh, some good work out of his bigs inside, he had, you know, Bloomer and Fioco 20 points and numerous rebounds. Aiden Mabin only finished with eight points. However, his impact always defensively and offensively on the glass is impeccable. He, he had at least 10 rebounds that I tracked, and I think four or five were offensive, probably more, because uh, I was dealing with the technical difficulties as well, trying to watch a game. But arguably one of the best athletes in Class C. So Weedsport has that luxury that they, they can go to five, six, seven, eight different guys, and the regular guys are still going to fill their role, no matter who's scoring. And you still got to guard all eight of the guys that are scoring that game. So makes them tough, and they own the offensive glass. They really beat up on the glass, and it's kind of fun to watch because it seems like it's a lost art lately um, in the past couple of years. So with that said, uh, I'm going to bring in Coach Scarlata for his interview. So we're here with uh, Coach Scarlata after a big win against Utica Academy Science, uh, 70-57, right? Trying to remember what the final was here. Uh, Big win, Coach. Moving on to OCC in the semis to face a familiar foe. But before we get to there, let's talk a little bit about Utica Academy of Science and what, how you thought the boys played. And I, I told him at halftime, I was like, man, like the, the one really depressing thing is that Coach and I, our, my JV coach, we don't get to play with you guys. That was just a fun half. The first half was really exciting, and both teams kind of making shots and trading blows and making mistakes and like making each other pay for our mistakes. It was just a really fun half. And then the second half, both teams kind of settled in, played a little better, I thought. And um, we took advantage. They, they had some hurried shots, and we, re- we seemed to get all the rebounds when they took a bad shot. I think that was the real difference in the game. Is defensively, I thought they got some good shots, and they made some tough ones, but they also took a lot of quick ones. Their youth showed a little bit at times, and we were able to rebound. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought the same, actually. We were talking on the cast that you guys missed a lot of early bunnies, and very well could have been a high double-digit lead as far as, you know, in late high teens, early 20s maybe. But uh, but they hung around, like you said, uh, some high-level basketball. That first half was amazing. Uh, everybody was into it. That Belton kid really came out to play. I didn't expect that with, with Fiaco and Bloomer attacking him so yeah. much. I thought, uh, I thought he held up really well. Like, he got banged up a couple times in the game. He had two early fouls. He did really well handling our two bigs. We had two bodies to throw at him throughout the game, and he held up well, both in their zone and their man. He's, he's a tough presence in there, and he also made some jump shots. You know, he's a pretty good shooter. He's got a soft touch. And uh, with the rest of their athletes around him, we beat a very good team. I have to agree with you. That I think you guys did a great job defensively mm-hmm. uh, in game plan, planning on Daquan Grant. I believe he finished with 16. 16. Uh, well below his average, oh, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, you'll take that any day. For sure. 
for sure. Yeah, you know, we've seen a couple of scores this year, whether it be Marcus Ramakis at Cato or Jordan Leno at Herkimer was tremendous. And other than Marcus, we've held these top dogs like under their way under their average. Marcus got his bad one night, which was our loss, but we've had experience playing James Kelly at MPH and Aiden Ratzel so faith. We've seen a lot of really talented scorers this year, so I think we weren't really phased by him. We knew where he was at all times and we tried to just have a little bias towards their big man. I thought we did a great job. Yeah, I thought you guys did well. And the OHSL is a stat with oh, talent. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a fun to watch. That's this why year, I enjoy yeah. it. Uh, and you, you crossed over at Allen Hall earlier in the year and played Skinny Alice. And, I mean, that Fouts, he just dropped 36 oh, yeah, the other night. I him. I think I he's mean, the best player we might have seen. And now you've played. Yeah. So you've played the guards, you've played the bigs, and now you're moving on to face uh, Coach Bednar's yeah. familiar foe in Onondaga. Uh, I was at that game here early in the year, and I thought it was a good game. A little sloppy early. Yep. Um, but what's, uh, what's your you thoughts know, I, coming I, I went out and saw him play Frankfurt last night, and they looked phenomenal. They just they, they played a really good defensive game plan against that team, and they just overpowered them. They executed really well. They played with a ton of energy and emotion. So against us in a rival game, you know, old-school football rival, it's going to be a war up there at OCC. But we're certainly looking forward to it. We're happy it's them. Um, not because we think it's going to be easy, but it's good for our league. we got the champion of our American side, the champion of our national side, and the semis. That's awesome. And then they got their league champion from the CSC2 and the CSC3 in the summer. It's awesome. And it's worked out this way. It's going to be a yeah. great semis and a great final either way. Would have better to see him on the bottom half, though, so you can yeah, yeah, yeah. the final, right? That's right. What's, uh, you know, one, one thing I, I just want to touch base on, focus a, a little bit, you probably are going to focus on uh, Logan uh, Do-It-All Nordman, I call him. You know, he's a he's a point guard, but he, he plays kind of a little strong. bit of everywhere. He's strong. Yeah. He, a triple-double machine. Yeah, he knows how to get in the lane and make plays. He's a really terrific rebounder for a guard. He's a strong, big-bodied guard, and he does a great job attacking the basket. We just saw a kid from Westmoreland, a sophomore there, that was a really good guard attacking the basket. Uh, physical kid, so we got to try to keep him out of the lane and try to keep him off the free throw line as much as we can. Uh, maybe mix and match our defense a little more than we did the first time against them and just try to see if we can keep them a little bit more off the lane. They looked really, really good last night. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah, I think they're one of the teams. They may not be as deep as you or as big, but I feel like they do match up they match fairly up. decent. They yeah. Where you're bigger and a little longer, they might be a little quicker and yeah. athletic in that. And uh, yep. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Yep. You know, no best of luck and continue the, the run here. Thank you. Appreciate Take care. it. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Good luck to uh, Coach Scarlotta and his Weedsport Warriors as they move forward in the semifinals. Thanks for your time. Again, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Athletic Director, director excuse me, Zach Young of the Weedsport Warriors, the Weedsport Central School District, as well as the Administration Superintendent, allowing us to do a live audio podcast, or excuse me, not podcast, but live audio stream from your school. And now that we got everything figured out, we will be uh, much better off as well. <laughs> uh, thank you for your time and patience, and thank you to all the listeners who have been listening. Moving on to this week's schedule, we have in the double A bracket, number nine, Room Free Academy. We'll be playing Baldensville on Sunday at 145. Number four, Baldensville, JJ Starling versus uh, Damian Call should be fun to watch. In the 2-3 matchup, we have Corcoran playing the Bishop Ludden Gaelic Knights at the SRC Arena at 12 p.m. Two of the better games, I think, that are going to be played. you got absolute stars in each one. Damian Call for Room Free Academy. J.J. Starling for Baldensville. DeJour Reeves for Corcoran. Monte Johnson and Michael Kegler for Bishop Ludden. It should be a good Sunday of hoops. 
Moving on to the Class A semifinals at the SRC Arena. Number eight, the Bishop Grimes Cobras will be playing host to, or excuse me, will be playing the number four seed Christian Brothers Academy. This game will be on Saturday or Friday. I think Friday. Let me just double check and make sure. Yep, it's going to be Friday at 7.15 at the SRC. And that game will be would follow the number two versus number three matchup, the James of DeWitt Red Rams at number two host the East Syracuse Manoa Spartans in a rubber match. This one is kind of tough to take here. I uh, I'm going to take James of DeWitt again, and and I th- I don't know Bishop Grimes is tough man, but CBA has had their number this year. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Coach McKenney gets it done. Grimes and Grimes and JD in the finals. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take RFA's team and Bishop Ludden in the double A's. I forgot to mention that. So moving on to the Class B semifinals on Saturday at 8:15 p.m. You got number one Lowellville playing host to number five the Marcellus Mustangs. At 6:30 p.m. You got number two Salve playing host to General Brown. Number three. I'm gonna take. Lauville in this one and Salve. So Salve and Lauville, the number one and two seeds playing in the finals for the Class B title. And Class C, we have the number one Weedsport Warriors at 4.30 p.m. on Saturday playing rival and old, like Coach Scarlotta said in his interview, an old football rivalry, old school football rivalry with number five Onondaga. Uh, you know, Scarlett is going to have his guys ready to play. You know that Coach Bednars is going to have his boys ready to play. It's going to be a, a it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a football match. They're going to grind it out and they're going to pound it out, and we'll see what happens. I'm going to I'm going to edge with the Warriors on this one. Um, sorry, Coach B and, and squad, but excuse me, I just think they got too much size, too many weapons for Onondaga. But it will come down to a close game, and it's going to be within five points at the end. The number two seed, Cooperstown, plays host to number three, West Canada Valley. So you're going to see Weedsport and West Canada Valley are my opinions for the finals in the Class C. Move on to Class D. We don't have any teams left in our coverage area. However, you get number one, DeRider, 22-0 in this year in the section, obviously, in the season. And number one in the state, uh, playing number 13, Brookfield. It was a surprise take here, um, but... They made it. So you got number two, Lime, hosting Old Forge. Uh, I've heard a lot about Lime. I think they're very good. But I'm looking for Old Forge to make the run here and make it to Ryder Old Forge in the final for Class D. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting and fun to see how that all plays out. Uh, not playing any favorites to any particular team. I just think that that's uh, the way I see it. And i got to make a call at some point, right? So anyways... Um, what I'm trying to do here is we're going to be hitting up with the, uh, the CNY Hoops Nations podcast, FingerLakes1.com power rankings here in a minute. But I want to reach out to a bunch of the listeners, and I want you to give me a reach out via email or social media, uh, CNYHoopsNation at gmail.com, Facebook, CNY Hoops Nation, the page, Facebook, hey, uh, CNY Hoops Nation, Instagram, CNY Hoops Nation, Twitter, CNY Hoops Nation, um, what am I forgetting? Some uh, Snapchat, CNY Hoops Nation, and Instagram, CNY Hoops Nation. I think I covered them all. But reach out to us. I want to hear what your uh, 
your surprise pick for team is, your surprise player for the team for team, your surprise player who's really stepped up their game in sectionals. Um, I want to know your best player so far in sectionals this year, so far as we head into the semifinals. I want to know the, the best team, in your opinion, heading into the semifinals. And I know there's a lot of debate for it, and that's what I, I want to hear what everyone's opinions are. Uh, please reach out to us, and maybe we can get a couple callers in on the podcast on Sunday and have a conversation about it. But moving on to the, the CNY Hoops Nation's FingerLakes1.com power rankings. At number 10, we have a tie with Skinny Atlas at 14-8 and eight and Central Square at 15-7. and seven. Both teams lost in the quarterfinal round, and their season comes to an end. And number nine, we got the Coach Bednar's led Onondaga Tires, Logan Do It All Nordman, at 14 and 5. They've won 13 of the last 16 games. At number eight, we have the Marcellus Mustangs, 16 and 6, won 9 of their last 11. At number seven, we got the Bob McKinney led Bishop Grimes Cobras. At number six, we got the Christian Brothers Academy. 15 and 6. They've won 11 of their last 12 games. At number 5, we got the Brock Bogosi led number 13th state ranked Salve Bearcats at 18 and 4. At number 4, we got the number 5 team in the Class C state rankings, Weedsport Warriors, led by Coach Scarlotta and his host of players, Josh O'Connor, Aiden Mabbitt, Mitch Fialco, Joel Bloomer. Jake Brown, Kellen DeJean, and the Warriors at 20 and 2. They've won six in a row. At number three, we have the East Syracuse Manoa Spartans at 17 and 4, and they've won eight out of their last 10. At number two, we have the number 24 state ranked in the class double A's, Bishop Ludden Gaelic Lengths, led by Michael Kegler and Monte Johnson at 18 and 3, and they've won 12 of the last 14 games. And at number one again this week, we have the number 24 state-ranked Class A team out of Section 3, the Janesville DeWitt Red Rams at 17-4. and four. They've won 12 straight, and they're led by Peyton Schumper. So a quick rundown here. Power rankings, number 10, Skinny Ellis in Central Square. Number 9, Onondaga. Number 8, Marcellus. Number 7, Bishop Grimes. Number 6, Christian Brothers Academy. Number 5, Salve. Number 4, Weedsport. Number 3, East Syracuse Manoa. Number 2, Bishop Ludden. And number 1, Jamesville DeWitt. Good luck to those teams still playing in it. Uh, we will see teams in our power rankings 1 through 9 play this weekend. Obviously not playing each other. Some of them are playing each other, but uh, they're not all playing each other. Uh, good luck to everybody. We want to see our power ranking teams move on and hoist a banner. So we will be in close eye as that comes to fruition here in the next couple of weeks. And once again, I want to say thank you for listening. And please reach out. Feel free. We love feedback. Um, one, one last thing before I do sign off here. There is another gentleman who's been doing this for a while he does a little more in-depth than we do he does all section three we kind of focus on our little area but uh the cny hoop talk is not the same thing as a cny hoops nation podcast um jeff and the hoop talk does a great job he really is trying to put it out there for all the kids and everything boys girls you name it all if you get a chance if you don't already give him a follow uh interact with him he's really interactive with the with everybody he does a great job uh but i don't want it to be confused with what we do obviously our podcast is what we want to do we like doing the podcast uh we do cover a little bit on social media but not like he does he gives you full coverage our coverage will be there 
and mainly in our area, but we will reach out to anything. I share a lot of his posts because he does such a great job being everywhere. But kudos to CMY Hoop Talk, and keep doing what you do, Jeff. And we enjoy it, and everyone in Section 3 should enjoy it. It's pretty cool. As for that, this is Coach Will. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, CMY Hoops Nation. And you can email us at cmyhoopsnation at gmail.com. And until next time, on Sunday this week will be the next one. This is Coach Will on the CMY Hoops Nation's podcast on fingerlakes1.com. Work hard, play hard.